Hello and welcome to Vista Talks, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. I'm your host for today, Priscilla Charles, and I'm joined today and delighted to be joined by, in Studio 2, very special studio uh, by Dominica D'Agostino and Michael J. Athquiz. Welcome to you both. Thank you so much for being with us today. Glad to be Thanks, here. Priscilla. Thanks, Priscilla. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, so, um, Dominica is a strategy accounts director at Vistatech, and Michael is a global solutions executive at Vistatech also. So, um, let's move on and start with the show. So, I'm both going to ask you a couple of questions. First of all, I would like you to share both uh, with our audience a little bit about of information about yourselves, your background, and how you came to be interested in the localization industry. Mm -hmm. Sure. So let me start. Uh, so I was uh, actually born and raised in Warsaw, Poland, and uh, I have already um, come from a linguistic background there. I was studying uh, English, Spanish and French uh, linguistics, actually, and had a chance to spend a year in Barcelona, in Spain as well. Uh, so kind of naturally, I uh, became a freelance translator, but also worked for a variety of non-for-profit organizations. Um, so this kind of was always on my radar, both uh, translations, but also uh, organizing events and being more out there with people. And it seemed like a career in localization would kind of uh, merge both. <laughs> yeah, both the extrovert and the introvert in me. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, what about you, Michael? Yeah, no, I, I can't really compete with um, Domi's, you know, woodsy background. Um, she looks like she's <laughs> comfortable in the woods, um, so which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, I um, um, my background uh, specifically it was started out in the financial industry and helping brokerage companies uh, go global um, or ones that were already global uh, that were kind of. Uh, doing, you know, originally it was like software and being able to access the markets globally. And then, um, you know, kind of by accident, uh, in some ways, just because of my intrigue with, with different cultures, different people, um, you know, decided to kind of take a leap from the financial industry into translation and localization more on the global business side. Um, and then things progressed from there, you know, um, you know, just that's where I kind of learned a lot about cultures uh from the financial industry going into um the localization industry so uh but yeah i, I think that um you know what was the question <laughs> <laughs> the question which led to um uh, a great answer was uh, knowing about your background and obviously there was always a keen interest in business i understand which makes sense so uh, thank you so much um now i'd like to talk a little bit about um um, the both of you being involved in the Think Global Forum. So as some of our audience know, um, uh, the Think Global Forum is a community uh, started uh, back in 2016 uh, that gathers um, many industries and numerous professionals um, in the form of events, but also obviously an online community. And both of you are involved as Global Awareness Directors, which is fantastic. Uh, we're delighted to have you uh, in the team. Now, um, you're leading the expansion of the community, and I'd like you to tell me a little bit more about your roles and what does this mean to you? So, Dominica, can you tell me a little bit about this? Please. Sure. So I'm really delighted to, to have joined the Think Global Forum. And uh, originally we joined kind of the team 
thinking about organizing thought leadership events um, in the US and also in Canada. So it's also Canada kind of came up as one of the places where Think Global Forum has never been before. So even though we had several uh, events taking place across the USA and of course in Europe, we can see a growing interest and enthusiasm for the initiative also here. And, um, you know, we are delighted to be planning a Think Global Forum in Toronto. Hopefully sometimes this year, uh, the global situation right now is not uh, very stable. So we uh, cannot unfortunately um, set a date yet, but we already started kind of working with um, various organizations and making sure that, um, you know, this forum will be as great as any of the events that are taking place in Europe. So Absolutely. I'm really, really happy to, to be the Global Awareness Director. Thank you so much. And what about you, Michael? Tell us a little bit about your perspective. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, bringing awareness to the organization and kind of the objectives uh, that that we're trying to, to you know, um, again, using over using the word awareness, but bring awareness to different topics, uh, you know, global topics, discuss with thought leadership um, specifically about uh, some of the challenges that their organizations are having. Um, you know, I think I've had a lot of opportunities, especially I think all of us have to, to really think about things uh, on a global scale with everything going with COVID-19. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the impact that it'll have, you know, post uh, COVID-19 on um, some of those subjects, I think it will be interesting to see how business evolves um, from what's kind of going on. So I think it's, it's a great time to be involved in, in something like Think Global Forum, because I, I suspect that we'll see a lot. Uh, more coming out of it in the coming you know, weeks and months yeah. uh, that, that should really make for interesting topics and discussions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Especially um, the new uh, location that the Fingable Forum will be hosting an event to. Uh, mm -hmm. As Amiga mentioned it, um, uh, in a few months, hopefully, or um, for sure in uh, in, uh, in the near future, at least. It is for sure uh, uh, on the list and plan. And we are looking forward to uh, hosting this uh, with the two of you. So um, stay tuned for more events. Um, we'll, uh, yeah, at least, at least maybe some baseball by that point, I'm hoping. so. <laughs> <laughs> it will take place for sure. Uh, now, um, I'd like to talk about um, um, the theme um, of this um, new event, um, but also about the importance of um, sustainability. Michael, I understand that uh, we discussed this um, um, sometime uh, recently uh, about a lot of organizations being focused on sustainability. Can you share your thoughts about the impact of sustainability and social responsibility on the global scale for multinational organizations? Yeah, I think more now than ever, um, I think it's a, a major focus because uh, there's the, you know, the pillars, there's economic, environmental, and, and social. So I, I think that in, in those particular situations uh, with everything going on, um, you're going to see that even more so. I, I think that there's some great stories, you know, right now every day you're reading some positive news about organizations coming together and uh, working on, you know, whether it's masks or ventilators. Um, and I think that that's, you know, those types of causes, uh, whether it be the immediate, like what's going on right now, or whether it be like the, the overall long term. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's so many things to, to get involved with. I've seen uh, it, using an example, um, 
kind of read something about Canada Goose as an example. And uh, Canada Goose obviously was doing a lot of things with polar bears and, yeah. and specifically trying to help with, with polar bears. And then once kind of this kind of happened with COVID-19, now you see Canada Goose and their factories uh, being used along with like Gap and, and other organizations out there to create, you know, um, uh, things for the cause with COVID-19. So, you know, making those factories develop, you know, in this particular case, gowns yeah. and, and masks. So I think that's where, you know, this evolution will continue. And I think that there'll be different causes in the future. Um, but I, I love to see people rallying to, to causes like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, do you know of any other initiatives that you would have heard, uh, Dominica, in your area, in the United States? Uh, there's so many uh, fantastic initiatives in the current and very important situation that we're going through from companies. Exactly. So I'm based actually three and a half hours from Toronto in Detroit, which is the mecca of the automotive industry, as you know. And uh, there are some incredible initiatives, uh, you know, by various brands. For example, Ford is working with GE on uh, building ventilators. Uh, General Motors have also redesigned their whole factories to, to be able to kind of tackle the challenges of the current crisis. But also um, brands, very local Detroit brands like Carhartt, for example, mm -hmm. who is uh, like, you know, heavy equipment and clothing brand, is also changing their production to, to producing gowns and masks. So it's very, I think, important and interesting. And we're really looking forward to meeting, you know, the professional from both my local area and the Toronto area soon and being able to talk about all these innovations and, and how they see the situation developing in the future and what are the future trends. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, now I'd like to discuss a little bit about your current roles. And so as we mentioned, uh, Dominica, you're a strategy accounts director at Vistatech and Michael, you're um, a global solutions executive. So can you tell us a little bit more about uh, your current roles, what it means to you to be part of uh, Vistatech? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a very dynamic role, you know, um, and I think that's what's wonderful about being in a role like the ones that, that both Domi and I are in, being a part of a broader team. Um, I think it kind of extends to like some of the objectives and some of the things that we're doing or wanting to do with Think Global Forum, um, not really so much on the, you know, sales and marketing side, but really just um, learning more about, about organizations' challenges, uh, you know, when it comes to global business and what kind of shapes those kinds of decisions. I think, you know, learning more about that, um, building relationships and, and being able to collaborate and tackle things, uh, you know, much more from a 50,000 foot view, I think is, has got a lot of value to it and it brings a lot of, of, of value into our roles at Vista Tech. Um, it kind of helps to mold us a, a lot better as we, as we work with clients and, and develop, you know, enterprise localization programs. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. What about you, Dominica? Yeah, so my role is, is slightly different than Michael's. I'm mostly focused on our existing customers uh, that come from a wide array of verticals. It's technology companies, infrastructure, consumer electronics. And uh, basically, my goal is to make sure that, you know, as the companies are growing, we are growing with them and that we kind of foster that growth and uh, make sure that they are successful globally on international markets. And um, yeah, I, I also have a small uh, business development uh, goal, which I love as well, because um, it 
gives me a chance to kind of come up with new solutions and have new interesting conversations about, uh, you know, the future of the industry and, and the localization programs. Certainly. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think, and, and if I could kind of chime into what yeah. Tony was saying too, I think, you know, one of the things that we're uh, hoping to focus on at the next Global Forum is also user experience and, and customer experience. And I think both of our roles, um, you know, have a lot to do with that. I think being a part of Think Global Forum allows us to uh, produce, you know, a more um, robust kind of customer experience and user experience as well at VistaTech. So I think there's so many, you know, good overlaps there that that really help us in those in, in those arenas. Absolutely, understanding um, global organizations uh, needs, uh, first of all, um, and, uh, and continuing the discussion. Absolutely. Now, um, your commercial experience both um, is very wide. You both have a fantastic uh, career. You've had a fantastic career before joining Vistatech, and that includes so many different uh, industries. Uh, Dominica, I understand that you know you've you mentioned you worked in localization, uh, project management, uh, and sales, and you, Michael, uh, customer-centric selling, uh, marketing, and finance. So now, can you tell us a little bit about more about the importance and what we do in relation to these areas, the both of you? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, I, I believe that thanks to my background, uh, you know, I've seen all sides of our business. <laughs> so both working as a freelance translator and uh, for various brands and then uh, coordinating projects for some yeah. of the biggest uh, customers as well. So as well in my sales experience, I try to be very hands-on and you know know the ins and outs and all the tricks of the trade and i think this allows me to set more realistic expectations for our customers uh that the project managers at VistaTech usually like to exceed <laughs> which I, I think is the trend right now so um yeah I, what i love in VistaTech is that um you know with local from localization standpoint that we are always very well prepared for new challenges so we always try to recruit uh you know a team that is dedicated to a given customer and make sure that these professionals will, you know, be the guardians of the consistency, the quality, and tone and voice of the brand. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's that's what's great. Thank you. What about you, Michael? Yeah, no, I I, I, um, I think at Vistatech, you know, not only do we, you know, have these rich backgrounds as individuals, but I think when you put those things together, I think it really um gives us so much insight into how the industry has, has changed over the years yes. um and i think it kind of helps us to um think you know more proactively and help clients think more proactively and and um you know i definitely that's one of the things i love is that you know learning from peers you know with those different experiences yes. um it takes it to a whole new level and my my background you know with localization past decade plus has been with working for Asian-based localization companies. So now I work for one that's, you know, Europe-based, but but is also multinational. And I think that, um, you know, that just, that adds to kind of the, you know, rich tapestry uh, of the situation. So, um, so yeah, I think in, in those cases, you know, my, my, uh, my thinking with this tech is like the wealth of knowledge without it being like a little bit of a sales pitch is the wealth of knowledge is, is, uh, incredible and i think that that's what what um really helps with think global forum and also helps uh, with a lot of our our iconic brands that we work with 
Thank you. Thank you very much. And speaking of um, Vistatech's um, um, core values, is this this um, wealth of knowledge and this, uh, you know, dynamic environment and, you know, um, that, that really motivates you? Like, what do you like the most about uh, working at Vistatech? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, apart from talking to people and talking to our customers, I also love that we have this very dynamic uh, team, which is, you know, a sales solutions, ar- uh, solutions architecture, marketing team, and that I can still learn so much, you know, everybody is very thoughtful, is approaching our business from different angles, and to be able to brainstorm and speak on a regular basis is, like, the biggest, <laughs> I think, advantage for me, yeah. Thanks. What about you, Michael? I, I think, um, I think, you know, keeping things positive you know, especially, I mean, not to, again, you know, um, talk about good old, our, our good um, COVID-19 uh, situation, but, you know, it, it, it just kind of really, it kind of, I think it really kind of personifies or, or showcases who we are as a, an organization, just because I think everybody's keeping positive, they're looking for creative ways, they're thinking mm-hmm. about what's next, yes. you know, they're not, um, you know, they're stuck in place, like, I find, you know, uh, myself, it's, it's, it's inspiring for me to then, you know, be looking for ways to, to innovate and then, you know, help, you know, from that innovation, hopefully compel individuals to, to want to speak with us or, or collaborate together. Being proactive. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Michael. Thanks. And um, so we're talking about the company, the values, the way that Vistatech uh, is operating now. Um, have you identified any trends? It's the two of you um, having so much experience and being in contact with um, various global organizations that seem to be making a difference currently for those big global organizations. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, ahead, (laughs) Yeah, I I think from my perspective, there are two trends that have been uh, most uh, predominant recently. So one of them is the multilingual content development. We are seeing more and more that companies, you know, apart from wanting their global content to be translated or sometimes transcreated, they are also looking for copywriting services Mm -hmm. and for some like authoring talent that would be supporting them within the markets, which is very interesting. And I think the other thing that we see so often that um, kind of ties into it a little bit uh, is AI. So uh, all the efforts in the artificial intelligence and what it means uh, for the future of our world and our industry. So how it will be transforming roles and responsibilities and, you know, skills and perspectives of many people. Mm -hmm. And in the end, it will be the people who will have to work with the machines and kind of make sure that the automated processes are working correctly. Uh, So, yeah, what it means to make the AI work for us instead of uh, the other way around. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dominika. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I completely agree with Domi. I mean, um, you know, without being too buzzy, you know, I think the the AI, machine learning uh, and how that's kind of being incorporated into, um, you know, workflows and in the localization process. um, I I think that that's definitely, you know, big with the trends. I think that there's, you know, a lot of the other things that we've kind of touched on that that we plan on talking about at Think Global Forum is, is I see a lot of trends again with sustainability and and social responsibility, um, and 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 I see it more like whether it's G 
you know, G local or whether it's, you know, um, something that's more global, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I see people thinking a lot more about, you know, the individuals that, that they're, um, you know, trying to attract attention from or positive attention from or, or get that brand loyalty from. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think to your point, Michael, it's right now everything is around user experience and delivering experiences that are very personal and authentic, but also locally relevant, right? I think the personal and the authentic is like an excellent, awesome point. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think personalization is so big, and being you know that authenticity, you know, and and really. Um, you know, just just realizing or finding like-minded uh, kind of organizations uh, to philosophically kind of align with, I think, is is you know really important these days as well. Absolutely. Well, thanks to you both. And um, now we're talking about user experience uh, and the importance of you know, um, well, it's it's not even a trend; it's just a requirement now those days, really, from organizations. Do you think this is part of uh, um, the key decision? Like, uh, this is the criteria really that make global clients work with, with VistaTech, for instance, from your uh, you know daily experience, you know, uh, mm-hmm. working with global organizations. I think both of us can can uh, kind of speak to that because I think anytime we have a client that is an enterprise level uh, kind of localization program, it's a partner that we work with for years and years and years, you know, you get to see how things progress, uh, you know, kind of incorporating KPIs, you know, into the situation so that you're measuring success is, is super important. Um, but yeah, I think it's all ties into that user experience and customer experience. and. You know, without again sounding too buzzy, those things are what really differentiate organizations these days. Period. I've always been 100% a big believer in that, and I think working at other organizations and then coming to VistaTech, it's even opened my eyes even more. Like those were things I I always wanted to do more or push more with the companies that I was working within at the time, um, and and I think that you know it. it when people kind of go through their daily grind, you know, they, you know, especially if the company is a little bit less mature, uh, then then they tend to, you know, sometimes overlook the importance behind those things. So I think that's where VistaTech comes into play, and I think that's where you know any organization that is is really starting to, you know, where I believe they get it. Uh, I think that's that's what they're focused on. Thanks, Michael. What about you, Dominica? Have you noticed? Um... Like anything specific that comes to mind when you think of uh, why, whether it's, you know, new clients or, you know, um, clients have been working with this today for the past, mm-hmm. um, well, uh, 23 years now, you know, who would choose VistaTech, you know, for um, the, the uh, all our different values, but, you know, also extra criteria that now that makes the difference, really. Yes, absolutely. I think it's this personalized approach um, to doing business and kind of tailoring every program that we create for our customers to their needs so that they can scale up as they are growing internationally and we are able to kind of step up to the challenge whenever they also you know innovate and try to change their processes and their uh, tools so i think that's very important and and the other thing that comes to mind is uh, VistaTech's transparency and, you know, a real focus on uh, quality, consistency, and just being straight with our customers. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think those two things um, are what um, is really important. Um, and perhaps I would add a third one, since our uh, chief technology you know, officer is such an amazing uh, thought leader in the industry. I think that this true technology agnosticism is, is what really differentiates us in the market. And that allows us to come up with those technology and you know, bespoke solutions. Um, we, you know, companies just know that they are dealing with reliable experts, and, and that's, that's key. Absolutely, yeah. I suppose yeah, it is really key. Um, and uh, um, our chief technology officer Phil Ritchie, who is um, who also has his very own um, blog series called uh, Where's Phil. So um, do not miss the chance to um, catch the next Where's Phil uh, blog post on the Visitech um, blog. And uh, the episode three is coming soon. Uh, so thank you. Sh very shameless, much. shameless plug, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, no, it's perfect. Um, and uh, now I'd just like to finish the interview with uh, any other project that you'll both be working on or any um, secret project that our audience will be discovering, you know, um, uh, uh, on the interview or something you'd like to um, just share with us today. Yeah, Tommy's like, I don't want to take this one. Um, <laughs> no, um, nothing ahead. at the moment. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't, I, I, there's no, uh, no, no secret project. Um, I think you know, the only kind of thing that I, I think is interesting, especially about the now, uh, looking at, you know, some kind of, um, you know, light, you know, in this kind of uh, strange time is that I feel like the companies and I think people and I think are coming together to reinvent themselves a bit, uh, you know, during kind of this, this market change. And I think that that, that that's only going to make things like customer experience, user experience, social responsibility, sustainability, all that stuff is going to become even more important, uh, you know, and that's who you, you, you as a buyer are going to want to buy from organizations that, that obviously put those things at, at the uh, forefront and make those things a priority at the organization. So, yeah, I think um, it, it really builds um, this tech culture, but also I think it's a big part of, you know, the Think Global Forum uh, culture. So I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Yes, and from from my side, I think what what I've seen in the last uh, weeks, you know, that that have been difficult for some of the companies, it's a larger focus on the digital and, for example, um, website localization. So this is the moment when the brands are actually thinking. Okay, since we only have access to uh, digital sales, right, and um, we have to focus on our websites and have to make sure that it's available to other markets and new languages. And we have been actually helping a lot of the existing, but also some of the new customers in, you know, thinking about the strategy of internationalizing their websites and thinking about the future growth as well. I just wanted to kind of... Um mentioned too, or I kind of asked you about, and, and maybe uh, Priscilla, you've seen some some things there too from a perspective is, have you noticed different companies, especially the past month, looking for ways to, to help with COVID-19 and then, you know, find creative ways to help, um, you know, and, and I think uh, just to give a kind of a story, is like I had one client yesterday, um, you know, we're trying to figure out maybe there's a project we can work on together and then, and then, you know, it's specifically it was for educating 
um, kids and parents about cybersecurity during this time mm -hmm. where everybody's working from home. And I think, you know, uh, finding ways to then do projects like that in this time of need and then do it, you know, in a way yeah. that's, you know, not going to be profitable, um, but more is just about the, the cause. Yep. Have you seen a lot of, of, of interesting yep. kind of things like this? And is there any stories like that, that you can think of? Because um, I'm, I'm always looking for ideas myself. So, yes. so, and I think it's always cool to talk to clients about these types of ideas. Yes, mm -hmm. I think. Oh, sorry, Dominica. <laughs> I think um, yeah. I think all around the world that the mo like um, the world is, you know, um, how to say, everybody is, you know, uniting really uh, forces. Everybody uh, is. Yes. You you really see the sense of community. I think um, at its very best, and you see fantastic initiatives. You know, uh, you see the human side really of, of people, and everybody is helping each other. Um, we see, you know, whether it is here in Ireland, you know, or I'm sure in the United States and everywhere um, mm. that is unfortunately impacted by this terrible situation, uh, initiatives of companies trying to help, you know, whether it's in the localization industry by translating, you know, content that would, um, you know, um, highlight the importance, you know, of, uh, you know, um, washing your hands, you know, wearing a mask, you know, uh, helping mm -hmm. people who are in more difficult situation, uh, you know, providing, you know, food or help you know for people who, who can't really um, um leave their house so you see fantastic initiatives all around the world and um and in this sense uh, uh i'm sure that a lot of global organization would can keep on working and uh and find uh, and the best solutions you know to help people uh, in need uh, in this um, time of crisis um who, who of course we we hope you know will end um as soon as possible yeah, yeah, you're right. And we have multiple examples. I think only this morning I saw that actually the company Ceridian uh, gave access to all their learning materials on COVID-19. Um, you yeah. can register on their website and they have very informative videos and kind of the whole support. But then I think it's also important, like all those entertainment initiatives yeah. to take our minds a little bit. Absolutely, um, yeah. A grim situation and I have an example from an existing customer of ours who is a consumer electronics company very focused on travel adventure you know kind of outdoor lifestyle that we cannot have right now and they are reimagining re themselves into you know having for example contests for potential customers or um, people who want to when their products to make videos at home and submit them, you know, to their website and kind of maybe put a smile on somebody's face and their mind a little bit elsewhere. So yeah. it's really yeah. important, yeah, at the moment. I think so. Yeah, keep the positivity uh, in the darkest times. Um, and uh, yes. Well, thank you so much to both of you. It was fantastic to have you on the show today. Really appreciate your time um, and um, and sharing your thoughts, you know, about the future, you know, of the community, the Think Global Forum, uh, your current roles in Vistatech. Uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you soon and seeing, you know, um, uh, seeing you in Toronto, uh, hopefully yeah. in the near future. Awesome. I'm sure um, our audience would be delighted to uh, uh, to see pictures 
followers and follow uh, follow you. And uh, and it is today. Uh, it is the end of today's show, unfortunately. So again, uh, Michael and Dominica, thank you so much for your time. And uh, uh, we look forward to seeing you very soon. Uh, please make sure to tune in again uh, to see uh, or listen to the next Vistatex episode for more interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. Thank you.